It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership, which is Studio 22. And uh, we're in a competition. I don't know if y'all know this. I didn't know this until about 15 minutes ago. We're going to talk about that. Uh, the puppet master, the perfectionist, Mark, is at the helm, driving us into the nether regions of all things, insanity, and of course, Super Mario, Chris Cruz, looking very Chris Kringle over there. Let's go, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> I like that Christmas sweater there. Uh, and speaking of the Christmas sweater, we've been telling you that right now you can buy Blaze merchandise by going to chadonblaze.com. Use promo code CHAD20 for 20% off. And the competition is this. We're in fourth place on the network. We're in fourth place in terms of how many people our audience are buying merchandise. So let's get it straight. Sarah Gonzalez is number one. Then Stu. Steve. Steve Dace. I've never been beaten by Steve Dace by anything. That's not true. He beats me in all things. Uh, Steve Dace and then Stu. Stu does America. So let's go to number one. Let's go to number one. All right, so by tomorrow, by tomorrow's episode, we want the Chad Prather Show to be number one. So go to Chad on Blaze. I even, you can go to shop.blazemedia.com, but what I want you to do is go to Chad on Blaze. Uh, you can sh- shop all the collections. Stu does have the best merch because they, he's, he, they, they show a lot of favoritism around here. It's very nepotistic. It's very nepotistic, and Stu's been around Glenn Beck for... 300 years. So, uh, but we have the more faithful audience. We have, a, we have a more faithful group of followers on here. Uh, shout out to the fact pack. But let me just say, use Chad 20, okay? Use Chad 20. In the hot seat today, my friend Lila Hart, welcome to the show. Glad you're here. We're going to get into your story, which is exciting, but I'm glad you're here and glad you're in Texas. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. Yeah, we're going to have fun today. We're going to have all kinds of fun. She's got an incredible story that we're going to talk about. Uh, of course, we're going to get into some of the uh, some of the aspects of well, critical race theory, some of the new things that are happening. We might talk a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't know. Uh, then we'll um, then we'll talk a little bit about um, some of this uh, stuff that's happening in the holidays and vaccinations and all that blah blah stuff that we're not you know so excited about these days. Chris, are you in town or out of town for the holidays? In town. In town. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving. I don't know where I'm going. I'm going to find the woods somewhere. I, I'm, I'm getting off the grid. Um, we'll see if that works out for more than an hour. Uh, where are you going, though? Like, I, I don't know. Because I know you go to the woodlands. You know, that's where I have my family, right? I go, I go, down, I go down to the, uh, Montgomery. I go to the woodlands. I go to the lake down there. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. It's, I'll uh, be down there. So if you want to swing you over. You going to be down there? Yeah, I'm going to be shooting things. So. All right. I got to get my meat for next year. I texted my buddy, uh, Marty Berry, killed the biggest deer of my life last year. I texted him. I said, it's time for some killing. I don't know, Lila, if you're in, a, how you feel about this. But in Texas, we kill them. We, 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 like, we like to harvest the meat, okay? So, well, I know. like meat, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, we, we, you know, I'm ready. Deer season is in full swing here. So, uh, there's, some, there's some things that, that just need to, need to go. Um, anyway, so yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, Chris. I mean, you and I don't hang out in real life, so I don't, I don't think we'll hang out in the holidays either. So, well, I'm offended. <laughs> well, it's reality. I could call you racist. <laughs> you could. Most people do. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, tomorrow night is going to be an exciting show. Our buddies, the Hodge twins, are going to be on. 
uh, talking about their new children's book. Yeah, yeah. Keith and Kevin have a new children's book, of all things, uh, with Brave Books. We're going to be talking about that. But uh, how long have you been in Texas now? I have been here since September 14th. Okay. You're brand so, new. Brand new. Straight from California. I'm yeah. a refugee from California. See, that's what I want. I want to get into that in the next segment. I want to talk a little bit about your experience coming from California. Because everybody out there, they know the Californians. They're moving to Texas. You had some very specific, stressful reasons in coming. But I'm glad you're here. Oh, I'm. thank God. Yeah. Texas is the center of the universe. And most people who get here, that's their that's their. Uh, God bless God. Texas. Yeah, yes. Exactly. Thank God is their exact emotion. Uh, and God has blessed Texas. There's no question about it. And I don't take that for granted when I make that statement because, you know, I, I believe that we have a moral obligation, a moral obligation to keep Texas free because we are the bedrock that uh, the rest of America kind of anchors its freedom to right now. It's not California. It's not Oregon. It's not Washington State. It's not Illinois. It's not New York. It's not even Washington, D.C., uh, but Texas. And uh, there, it's under attack, that's for sure. So I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here. Uh, before we go to break, uh, it's almost time to start thinking about the holidays. Uh, Chatonblaze.com, uh, promo code Chat20. Uh, but I, I'll tell you another thing you need to do. You need to visit our friends uh, over at iTarget Pro. Uh, you've heard me talk about it. It's an incredible revolutionary system. You can dry fire practice with your actual firearm in the comfort, safety, and privacy of your own home. In other words, uh, you don't have to uh, worry about being crowded, you know, in some range somewhere, having to deal with people or even the cost of ammo going through the roof. Uh, if you're a law-abiding gun owner, and I know you are, there's no better way to train regularly than with iTarget Pro. You don't have to make the inconvenient trips to the range. You don't have to buy the practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app um, <clears throat> load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Dry fire training will help develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and a whole lot more. Uh, iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223 for your AR, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm you own. Go to iTargetPro.com right now, save 10%, plus get free shipping with offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. This is the smartest way for you to practice, and it pays for itself in one day. That's the letter iTargetPro.com, iTargetPro.com, offer code CHAD. We'll be right back. You look all patriotic. You're all red, white, and blue. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do do I look like I love America? Because I do. Absolutely. So you came here from California. You were in the world of comedy. Mm-hmm. Walk me through that experience. What all happened to you? Let's take it back a couple of years. Okay, so um, I'm a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Let's take it back to I. Uh, I was born with a congenital birth defect. I have spina bifida and scoliosis. So I kind of, you know, what I love about stand-up is that there are no participation trophies in stand-up. Either you got it yeah. or you don't. Yeah. You know, and I started stand-up because I wanted to share my story and I want to talk about my disability and I didn't want to be ashamed of that anymore. Um, I, in California, I performed at all the major clubs and, um, which I love doing in 2019, I would be out till two, three o'clock in the morning by myself Mm -hmm. going to different comedy clubs. And then once, you know, 2020 came around, it was like California had changed so much. There was a lot more homeless people, a lot more crime to the point where I didn't even feel safe walking down the street to go to the nail salon. Mm-hmm. And that's how much it had changed. 
And um, I, uh, I'm not vaccinated. And uh, in L.A., they have now mandated all of those vaccines. Uh, my last show was at the Ford Amphitheater in L.A. in front of 800 people. I was the only unvaccinated performer. Uh, and, you know, the funny thing was is that they made me get a COVID test for $150 and they didn't even reimburse me. Mm. But whatever. So two days later, I wanted to go to the comedy store. I mean, they really should change the name to the communist store. But <laughs> uh, I went to the comedy store and I had my negative COVID test. I also had a medical exemption paperwork with me because I do get blood clots. And I went to the comedy store and that's when I found out that they are now making all of the performers, all of the people who work there and all the people who watch the shows be vaccinated. And, you know, I gave them my paperwork and they told me, Lila, you can come back in three days once we send this to our lawyers and such. And I just, you know, I was just not comfortable with that. And the worst part about it was that the balancer told me, Lila, you should have just shown me a fake vaccination card and yeah. I would have let you into the building and see for me, that just lets me know that there are a lot of comedians and a lot of celebrities who are out there right now telling you that they're vaccinated when they're absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not going to be that person to tell my audience to get vaccinated when it's not something that I believe in. Yeah. You know, historically speaking, California has been my most supportive state for live shows. Mm -hmm. Typically out there doing at least 16 big shows a year. Didn't do any. Well, that's not true. In 20, I, I did, I think, Visalia and Bakersfield. But after February of 20, I wasn't in California anymore because of the shutdowns and the quarantines and everything. Nothing in 21, nothing in California. And I've been fine with that because mm -hmm. it's the way it is. It's gotten weird. You know. The thing that I find funny about this whole situation is, you know, they said that this whole thing was to supposedly to protect people like me, right? It's to protect people like me who are disabled. And then yeah. now I'm not even allowed entrance into the comedy store. And it's just been so great to be here in Texas where it's a live and let live state. You know, I haven't had to wear a mask since September 14th since I got here. And that feels so damn good mm -hmm. to be able to breathe and to be able to think. Because I feel like when I was in California, I was really like Anne Frank with my thoughts. You know, I couldn't publicly say how I felt about certain things. In fact, I would only wear the mask around certain liberal friends to make them feel comfortable. But when I was with my fiance and we'd be out at Trader Joe's, I wouldn't wear it. And I remember there was a specific moment when they lifted the mask mandate for a little bit, but people still were wearing the mask in Trader Joe's. And me and my fiance were the only two people not wearing the ma mask. And this man came up to my fiance and he was like, um, do we have to wear like we don't have to wear these? And my fiance was like, no, you don't. And he had tears in his eyes and he took mm. off his mask. So it's just like the the brainwashing and the psyop is so strong there and now i'm at the point where i'm not mad at people for following these rules i feel like they're victims to the propaganda and it's gone to the point where i'm just so grateful to be in texas where i can be amongst people where i can have this freedom to even speak about yeah. it you know and feel empowered to be around people who believe in freedom who love god who love family who you know care about others and what what it really means to care about others because to me it's like it's we have we should have that freedom of choice right because god doesn't even force us to love him yeah. We have free, it's our God-given right to have free will. Mm. And it's just changed so much in California to the point where I never thought 
in a million years that I would leave California. You know, it was always my dream when I was 20 to move there. And I spent the entirety of my 20s there. And then it was like, as soon as I turned 30, now here I am in Texas. And I couldn't yeah. be happier to be here. Yeah, you got a new start. You really do. And I mean, it's a stressful deal because you're having to uproot. You're having to remove yourself uh, from your home. Uh, change your career, at least the location of it, right? Which Texas has a pretty good comedy scene. And, uh, you know, you're, are you still planning on doing? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I feel like uh, God rewards bravery. You know, I'm making the right moves. Here I am with the future governor of Texas. I like the so, way you think. Yeah. You know, so it, it feels really good to be here. I, I read your book. I'm crazy. And this was an amazing read. I got it yesterday. And I once I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. Um, I, I love how it, it sounds just the way that you talk. So it was yeah. a fun read. And some of those chapters are exact. Like I read a review on Amazon the other day and somebody said, it sounds like his truck rants. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. You know, some of the some of the videos that I've done on social media. Um, but, you know, like I, you, you talked about going in and the bouncer saying you could have just presented a, a fake I, a vaccine card or whatever. Yeah. Two things on that. One, you know, I've got a friend in the medical field who basically was like, you know, there some people, they're just telling people that you got the thing. They're running it through the system like you got it and kind of a black market kind of deal. And I'm like, well, the catch-22 of that is what happens if, you, one, you get caught doing it and get in a lot of trouble, or if the word got out that you are supposedly, at least by you know medical records, vaccinated, and then all the people that were out there, because they were like, do you want to do that? I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be vaccinated. I don't want to mm -hmm. get vaccinated. And uh, I was like, you know, what if that word got out? And now those people who are in my audience who want to come to my shows, they'd be like, well, you got vaccinated. I can't just turn around and go, no, I didn't really. Yeah. Right. Because now you're lying about lying and, and all that kind of stuff. And that's not good. That doesn't sit well with me. And that's the, for me, the worst part of it with comedians. We are supposed to be the people on stage that are telling the truth. Yeah. Right. And we're making fun of um, certain things. And it's turned into this PC comedy, which is actually pretend comedy. Yeah. That's what the communist store has become. And it's really sad. And, you know, <laughs> it's just hard because people aren't brave, mm -hmm. you know, and I will admit it took me a minute to be, to find that bravery within me, but something was in my soul and that was God's. It's like, you need to get to Texas. You can't be wearing these masks. You need to speak up because there's so many people who are, their voices are being amplified, telling everybody what to do. And voices like ours aren't as loud because we're being censored, but that's why we need to speak up and we need to tell people that you don't have to wear the mask. You don't have to be vaccinated. Yeah. One of the things I was, I was up pretty late watching uh, Yellowstone the other night and I, I'm sitting there. I had to get caught up, Chris. I had to get caught up and I moved. And so I haven't had a television or whatever. So, and then I've been doing campaign events everywhere. So like I missed the premiere, the Yellowstone premiere. So yeah, I got caught up. I binge watched, but they would go to commercials and the commercials were for prescription drugs mm -hmm. that, in my opinion, were for the, we call it the blah, blah around here, the vaccine. Okay, the blah, blah. We call it the blah, blah because of the censorship <laughs> stuff that happens on YouTube. Um, but they were side effects of the blah, blah. So rather than, so you'll never see them put the vaccine on a commercial mm -hmm. because then they have to list the potential side effects. They don't want to do that. They don't want to list that. They want to keep 
everybody believing that this is some great rosy experience, you know, uh, they came out with a study that said 60% of vaccinated people uh, do not want their unvaccinated family members coming to Christmas. All right. Which tells me, let's, let's fix that headline. 60% of the vaccinated people don't trust their vaccine. Right. Uh, if you trusted the vaccine, you wouldn't care if they came or not, but they don't. So rather than advertise the vaccine and its side effects, now they're just advertising prescription drugs that treat those side effects. There were things that like you don't I'd never seen advertisements for. Like, are you suddenly shaking in your hands? Like, are you having an experience where you can't stop, you know, twitching and those kind of things? I was like, I've never seen anything like that. But but that's that. So they're getting around it, in my opinion. <laughs> My conspiracy theory is that, at least. I, you know, how I feel is, like, uh, by the end of the year, I won't even be considered disabled anymore because of all the side effects that are coming with That's a good these point. Uh, blah blahs, <laughs> you know? And if myocarditis was so rare, we wouldn't all know what that word is yeah. and what that means. Yeah. And um, it's these people who have taken this are really victims you know, they, they've been pressured to do this. And uh, I just had to get out. You know, my fiance, he's Jewish. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he, it was really starting to feel like we left like it was like the Holocaust, you know. And, it's, and it really is. It, and it's not just Jewish people. It's the whole world. And um, I'm just grateful to be in a state where people love America because I love America. I'm wearing this bracelet right now that was given to me by my my Lola in the Philippines. And my Lola was the only person who did not see me as disabled because she saw me as an American. Yeah. You know, and um, I am so grateful that I was born in this great country. My dad served 20 years in the military. Mm-hmm. I was born at uh, the Tripler Medical Hospital in Honolulu. And had it not been for the incredible surgeons, I would not be able to walk. When I was born, they, would t- they told my parents that I would never be able to walk, that I would have learning t- difficulties and all sorts of things that would happen to me. But I had excellent surgeons there. And my dad tells the story of when I was eight months old, um, I was going to have this 12-hour operation. And it was very scary for him. And he went to go see the surgeon. And he had this poster on the wall that said, uh, winning only is important in war and in surgery. Mm. And he was like, that's how I knew he was the guy to yeah. do it. Several things you've said that are so true, and they're they're kind of mantras of my life. You know, I've always preached you got to have vision, passion, discipline, and risk. Risk is a hard thing, right? That's the bravery. Bravery, you said it earlier. Uh, I think before we were taping, you are talking about how you know bravery is what opens the doors for you. Mm-hmm. Bravery takes you places that that you know that other things just won't get you there. You've got to risk that, and you got to be brave to risk. Right? It's mm-hmm. one thing to 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 line up, you know, look look down the barrel of the rifle and want to shoot the target, but at some point in time, you got to pull the trigger. You got to take the shot. So you did, and no pun intended, when talking about the vaccination, but you did take your shot, and you got out of there, and you're going to bloom here. I you know I keep saying. One, I am the cowboy redneck Oprah. I can make everybody <laughs> cry uh, in a conversation. Uh, but no, the other thing is when, if, when, when the seed is planted in the right soil, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to really bloom, right? It's really going to produce fruit. And Texas is that soil for people like you because you're larger than life. And you got that spirit about you that just abounds, right? And so you're not scared of the world. You've been through enough stuff, uh, you know, on, on the physical level. And, and you're fighting a good fight. 
you really are because I think history is going to look back on this time and uh, and is is going to realize that some of us who who took the less popular opinion and the less popular road were were right on a lot of things. Anything you do to violate somebody's freedom and their free will, as you said, is wrong. It's wrong. When you force something on someone, it's wrong. I mean, that's a bad deal. So I am glad you're here. And um, I, you know, I always say people say, oh, there's too many Californians moving here. Well, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. But folks like yourself and your fiance who have the right perspective, I mean, I say I welcome with open arms. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I I like to say that I'm like a born again conservative. Yeah. You know, I grew up with conservative values. My dad being in the military, my mom from the Philippines, and they're amazing parents. Hi, mom and dad, they're watching this. There you go. Um, and my uh, my uh, my fiance, he's Jewish, and in LA they always say like, oh, if you marry a Jewish guy, are you going to convert to Judaism? And I'm like, well, I just brought mine to Texas. Now he's a Jew for Jesus, <laughs> and he loves Jesus too. It's easy in Texas. Is it? Yeah, that we will require. Okay, <laughs> that and I, again, I, I've I've told everybody I'm mandating they vote for me in the primary, mandating, and I do need I'm mandating that you donate some money today as well at Prather2022.com. Follow this young lady on uh, on Instagram. That's where I I actually you ran into Lisa. Yes, Lisa. Lisa Page. And uh, at so, F45, this yeah. is the gym. Yo, we're gonna look at those guns. Yeah. So I so I sent you a message immediately on Instagram and uh, invited you and you responded right back. So hang out with us for a little while. We're going to talk about more things. Uh, hey, standing up for what you believe in, as we said, it can be challenging, but there are basic things you can do to stand up for your principles, like uh, buying from companies that believe what you believe. Uh, we need to stick together now more than ever. And there has been one mobile phone company that's willing to stand with you in defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. My friends at Patriot Mobile, uh, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same towers as all the major carriers. Patriot Mobile has the plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer support teams provides exceptional customer support, even good therapy when I call them. They, they, they walk me through. They got me off the ledge. Um, good friends over there. Uh, they share your values. They support organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responders. Um, they always have special discounts for those veterans and first responders. And, for, and they got the multi-line accounts as well that'll save you money. Support a company that loves America and loves and shares your values. PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. You can call them 972-PATRIOT. Visit PatriotMobile.com slash Chad. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I want to get into a couple of issues that are uh, going on in the world today and affecting us right now. Well, uh, folks, it was bound to happen. Uh, in the wake of the recent election that we all witnessed in Virginia, the school board meetings all over the country have all of a sudden fallen under a mysteriously large amount of scrutiny over whether or not the schools they represent are teaching critical race theory or a form of it by a different name uh, to the kids at those schools. And the evidence that keeps popping up from place to place to place is overwhelming. And this is happening. And so as often happens in this crazy country of ours, and as fate would almost certainly have had it, eventually one of those school board meetings finally ended up being 
the site of threats of violence from some douchebag former member of a militia group. Now, this guy came walking up to the podium and said, and I quote, I quote, he said, I have over 1,000 soldiers ready to go. They're locked and loaded. After which he was summarily escorted out of the building by law officers who were present at the meeting, presumably just in case something exactly like this happened. And the icing on the cake, well, it happened right here in the Fort Worth area. See, there's living proof that these parents wanting their children not to learn about CRT are crazy, unhinged, demented, evil bastards, right? Except for one tiny little problem. The guy in question, Malik Austin, was a parent who wants his children to be taught CRT. He was part of the Brotherhood. That's what it's called, the Brotherhood, a black militia group. And the violence he was threatening was aimed at, you guessed it, parents who've been fighting against CRT being taught to their children. Now, in the interest of fairness, Austin did later claim that saying uh, he and his allies were, quote, locked and loaded, referred merely to them being prepared to fight this thing verbally. And, hey, maybe that's exactly the truth. The past couple of years of behavioral evidence on the part of the social justice warrior class would tend to suggest otherwise, but maybe he just spoke really, really, really poorly. It's a possibility that wouldn't even be considered if the shoe was on the other foot and this had come from an anti-CRT parent, but why stoop to the same level that they're willing to in our view of the outer boundaries of civil discourse. Now, that being said, let's assume for a moment, and I think this is a safe assumption, that the man meant what he said. It's a safe assumption precisely because the misguided understanding of the pursuit of so-called racial justice has ended up in violence, murder, burning, looting, and just about every other form of demented tomfoolery available on the menu from Kenosha to Portland and back. So what are we going to do if this turns from not a thing into a thing? Well, let me start by saying that Texas is the wrong place to be walking into a group of adult mama and papa bears and threatening violence. These folks hit the ammo box harder than Jeffrey Tubin hits the end of a Zoom call button these days, and they care about their kids to the exclusion of consideration about whether or not something looks good in the public eye. Now, the simple and unfortunate truth, folks, is this, uh, that this issue over schools and critical race theory probably is going to escalate to violence at some point soon. Issues uh, like these in which the polarization of American thought reaches a boiling point rarely end up with nobody getting hurt. We see it over and over again, and you don't want that. But I do think you should be mentally prepared for the possibility of it. And I know I sound like a broken record, but I've got to repeat this. Get your kids out of public schools. Find a way. And while you're finding a way, make sure you're talking to them daily. Ask questions. Don't strap them into some kind of chair and shine a light in their faces and shoot them up with sodium pentothal unless you absolutely have to. But do your due diligence as a parent and make sure you know what they're being taught. The CRT thing and this this guy who, again, came in and said we're locked and loaded. You know, this is the world we're living in. I mean, this people read history books like it's some mysterious fiction that you know of a, of a fantastic world that happened that can't happen again you know it can happen again we're seeing it happen uh right here people by and large aren't good to each other you know you've been through it you've lived through it um it people aren't good to each other and so when you have these ideologies that begin to converge and and they hit climactically and, and they collide 
the end result is not good. It's not good. And they can rename CRT because CRT, again, is just an old Marxist uh, theory that they just keep repackaging, relabeling it, trying to bring it back, and they'll just keep finding labels on this deal. So when y'all get married, <laughs> have kids, I'm telling you, there's other alternatives. The public school system is a brainwashing institution. Absolutely. I, you know, I say history repeats itself until we've learned our lesson. Mm. And clearly people have not learned the lessons of our history and it is repeating itself. No, it's, it, it is a bad deal. And, uh, they want to shut you up. I mean, there's, there's no question about it. The, um, um, you know, he, um, that was Fort Worth. That was Fort Worth. And, uh, of all places. And, um, you know that's it's pretty strong. You can look that stuff up. It's uh, it had a pretty strong, strongly worded statement. I mean, but yeah, they're going to say that people who are conservatives they're the ones who are so violent. You know, we got the Kyle Rittenhouse thing that's going on. Um, at the time of this taping, we still don't know the verdict that's there. Um, you know, never at any time, if you watch the videos of the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, did he close the gap or close the distance with those who were coming after him. Um, and that, again, it amazes me talking about race. You have a white kid who shot three white dudes uh, on trial being defended and prosecuted by teams of white attorneys. Um, and then you have a white judge. Um, and it's, this is about racism. I mean, it doesn't this is stupid. Again, we believe whatever we're told. Exactly. Right? We're just, living in a clown world. It's a clown world. <laughs> it's, I keep saying it's a clown car and we never know which clown's going to pop out. Right. And, and again, they just create reality. Don't believe your eyes. Don't believe your ears. This is what it is. I mean, the people were standing on the, on the, um, the courthouse steps yesterday. There's 500 National Guard that's been deployed in case of any form of uh, violence or rioting. And they're holding pictures of the guys that Kyle shot. Now, these are felons. Mm -hmm. The guy he killed was a, a multi-time pedophile who would, who would date mothers in order to get to their children. And they're holding up the poster calling this guy a hero, right? Lauding him as a hero. Play the clip. Finds him not guilty on all counts. He didn't go on as free. Are, are you under presence to make this worse? Yes, 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 yeah, these people are unhinged. I mean, there's there's no question about it. I mean, you get around any of these folks, just all you got to do is look at them. I mean, there's there are a few tomatoes short of a full club sandwich. Yeah, I mean, they're they're victims of this propaganda that's yeah. been pushed into their minds, and that's the worst part about it is that they so strongly believe that they are right because that is what they're being seen. Uh, that's what is being shown on Twitter yeah. and on the media, and it's just fueling them to be emboldened to call these pedophiles heroes. Yeah, and the bad thing about it is with this case, because again, it's not Kyle Rittenhouse that's on trial. It's you and me that are on, on trial. Uh, so what they want to do is they want it to be so that you can never – uh, in the use of a firearm, you can never claim self-defense. I mean, that's the agenda. So you take that away, it violates your Second Amendment right, your ability to defend yourself, to stand your ground. You can't do that. And even if they find him not guilty and he's acquitted, 
you still lose in a situation like this because if you ever defend yourself, they're going to take you to court. They're going to bankrupt you. Uh, you're going to spend all your money on, on defending yourself legally, uh, and you're going to they're going to defile your character. They're going to besmirch your reputation. Uh, you know, there's people all over Twitter calling for Kyle Rittenhouse to be killed. Um, and again, this is this is because of a narrative that's been spun out there. So it's a, it's a sad deal. It's a bad deal. It's propaganda. Yeah, in a big way. And people, people eat it up. But again, I go back to what I was talking about with the public school system. We don't teach kids how to critically think or think with complexity of thought anymore. So again, they just absorb whatever is thrown at them by the big media. And that's another form of tyranny. I'm uh, going to take a quick break. But before we do, did you know that even an OK credit score can cost you a hundred grand over the life of a 30-year home loan? That's why you should use ScoreMaster before you apply for any loan. ScoreMaster can take your credit score from OK to great very, very fast. The average user adds 61 points in 20 days or less. And recent COVID surges will keep interest rates low for now. But adding 61 points to your score could save you thousands on a home loan. But those rates will go up soon. So before you apply, visit scoremaster.com. Add points to your credit score fast. Then you can maintain and protect your credit score with 24-7 credit monitoring and $1 million fraud insurance. It only takes minutes to enroll. See your points, get more points, qualify for the lowest loan rates. Visit scoremaster.com slash Chad. That's scoremaster.com slash Chad. Go to scoremaster.com slash Chad and get started today. We'll be right back. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no armed guards. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Man, oh man, the uh, people that want to send me messages right in the middle of taping, just nonstop. I'm, I need to clone myself. That's what <laughs> I need to do. Um, you know, the uh, back one other point on that Rittenhouse deal. You know, if you see the videos or even see the images, Rittenhouse, like his, his, uh, <laughs> his gun safety control and discipline was impeccable. I mean, finger off the trigger, the whole thing. Uh, he hit what he was aiming at. Uh, let's be real here. Um, you know, you want to go out there and riot and loot and burn the thing down. We talked about this on the show Tuesday. I mean, what, when are you going to prosecute those people? When are you going to come after those people for, again, inciting violence just by the nature of what they were doing? I mean, setting cars on fire, buildings on fire. Uh, but, um, I mean, just turn Kyle loose again. He'll fix it. Those were peaceful protesters. Though. Exactly. Don't they you know? They were peaceful. Don't you know? 
Well, you know, this uh, prosecutor who actually should be disbarred for his behavior in this trial, um, regardless of where you come down on the Rittenhouse thing, um, the, on Kyle himself, this this lead prosecutor, uh, Binger, Thomas Binger, show the clip, please, of what he did with that AR-15. What we see in the video, him putting the fire extinguisher on the ground and then raising the gun. Yeah. yeah. Check, he's facing the wrong direction. That's an argument. Okay. Now, he's got the AR-15. He holds it up. Aims it towards the So what the you see in that video is his left arm reaching. And there he's got his finger on the trigger in that instant. I mean, what's your name, Alec Baldwin? <laughs> I mean, th- this guy is a moron. He's a putz. I don't know if anybody's ever, uh, you know, probably most people have never had a gun pointed at them. I have. It's mm-hmm. not a good feeling. Well, my dad uh, taught a gun safety course growing up. And rule number one is you do not point your gun at anything you don't intend to shoot. Right. So why would you point that at the jurors? Yeah. There is one image that's out there. They made a meme out of where they took a they shot over his shoulder. And you could see one of the people's faces. The lady her her look of shock when that gun (laughs) and she leaned over. But you could see her eyes. They're like, you know, biggest saucers in that deal. Um, So. Yeah, you got to keep your booger booger hook off the bang bang switch. Um, that's that's for sure, and uh, just that deal right there. And uh, unless you're, I was going to say, unless you're aiming it at that professor who said adult sexual attraction to minors is okay. Uh, so they they put him on. Um, remember we talked about that dude who was yeah talking about maps minor attracted people. That was disgusting. And he wrote a book about it. Yeah, and so now they've put him on administrative leave. And uh, hopefully for good, because damn. And um, which, by the way, I want to give credit to every single student that took to the streets at Old Dominion University. Yeah. And they pushed back peacefully. They pushed back for that assistant professor to be Dunzo. Good. They were like, they staged a walkout. They were outside protesting, calling him a pedophile, which what that's exactly what you need to call him. Yeah. A pedophile, not a map. Yeah. They, they quit. Again, language matters and how you redefine terms. Giving it an acronym, MAPS, again, legitimizes it in a way, makes it a normal lifestyle. Um, it, you know, again, I've said over and over again, LGBTQIA, whatever <laughs> they're all using now. <laughs> Some of those can't get along with others, right? Uh, lesbian, gay, trans, bi. Uh, you know, there's different ones that, like, yeah, and I've gone through that, how philosophically some of those, but if you just use the letters and not the lifestyle, eh, it makes it very, um, very sterilized, right? <laughs> very sterilized. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it's always fun when you play a TikTok, Chris. So let's see what you got for me today. So I don't mean to like alarm anybody or try to fear monger, but hear me out. My fellow POC in America, we need to hope and pray to whatever God, arbitrary figure in the sky you believe in, whatever, that Kyle Rittenhouse goes to jail. Think about it. When you listen to a lot of like the shit that the right says on like, forums, message boards, behind closed doors. It is very clear that they have like murder fantasies and that they have, they like, they they dream of the day in which a left-wing person will give them 
the means or the excuse to kill them. Like we've seen the video that circled around of the guy asking Charlie Kirk, when do we get to kill people when we get to use the guns? Like Kyle Rittenhouse is gonna inspire a shit ton of conservatives and just general white supremacists to open fire on peaceful protesters and just kill people of color because of white genocide. Like, I'm legit scared, y'all. I'm legit scared. Yes, you better get a gun. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, again, if you want to defend yourself against all the big right wing meanies that are out there, um, forget the fact that Kyle Rittenhouse was being beaten with a skateboard, was being kicked into the ground, uh, still had his composure not to shoot anybody, then had a gun stuck in his face. Um, you know, it, it, again, you've been on Elijah Schaefer's show. Elijah's had guns stuck in his face in these protests. Uh, you know, the prosecutor just said that he had a fire extinguisher in his hand uh he had the ar-15 but he also had a fire extinguisher in his hand he wasn't out there to just mass kill people if you were going to do that why don't you do like the guy the supposed vegas shooter who gets mm -hmm. up in a hotel room nobody ever talked about that guy's politics we had all kind of conspiracies on where uh, we don't know where uh, you know he landed politically but he got up there and he just started firing rounds into a crowd that's what mass killing looks like and you see the propaganda runs so deep. Again, he called it peaceful protesters. There's no accountability for the rioting and the burning down of buildings and the destruction of the community. Yeah. And the fact that it's OK to expect in light of a not guilty verdict, just to go ahead and expect that there's going to be riots, that there's going to be burnings, there's going to be looting, there's going to be these things. Again, he did not. Sh he didn't even shoot black people. So. Again, this is not, you know, the POC. Again, let's call that what it is. You're a POC, all right? Are you scared of the mean righties out there on the message boards who have murder fantasies? And, and the guy at the Charlie Kirk thing at the Turning Point deal who said, when do we get to use the guns? He was not talking about the left. He was not talking about people with certain ideologies. He was talking about the dictatorial things that the government's doing. Because guess what? That's what this nation was founded on. The greatness of America started because people decided one day when it came to the tyrannical government that was uh, ex it was expressing overreach in the way they were governing them. They they used the guns and that's what they did. So this kid was talking. We asked the question, I say he's a kid. I don't know how old he was, but everybody's a kid to me. <laughs> so that was his that was his deal. When do we get to fight back? But see, again, the left has no. They, they have no sense of hyperbole. They have no sense of uh, analogy. Nothing's, nothing is a simile or a metaphor that works. You can't use an analogy. There's no gray areas with them. You can't be descriptive. You certainly can't use humor, God forbid, because they don't get it. Yeah, and, and the thing that's funny is most of these people are getting uh, their information off of Twitter. Yeah. I mean, they probably haven't even watched the full. Uh, have you even uh, seen the video? Yeah. Have you seen the video? Have you uh, watched the trial? Completely, you know the the status for part for me was seeing um, the memes making fun of Kyle for crying, and when I watched the trial and saw him cry, it's like he has PTSD sure. from what he went through defending himself and ha having to kill those people who were going to kill him. I'd rather be judged by twelve than carried out by six. Right, and don't forget the black kid a few weeks ago who shot up the school there in in Mansfield, Texas. Uh, they let him out seventy five thousand dollar bond, brought him home, had a welcome home party, and he's out today. Sweep it right under the rug. So TikTok about that. We'll be right back.
Special thanks to my friend Lila Hart for being on the show. Make sure you're following her on Instagram. Real quick, your Instagram handle? It's love, Lila Hart, L-O-V-E-L-I-L-A-H-A-R-T, and you can find me at lilahart.com. You're a trip, and I love it. Thank you for coming on today. Right after this episode, Blaze TV, stay tuned. Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck with his chalkboard special, Crimes or Cover Up. You don't want to miss it. As Beck would tell you, it's probably the most important chalkboard I've ever done. Uh, You don't want to miss it. Uh, And uh, again, go to chatonblaze.com, do some shopping, use promo code CHAD20. And by the way, I need you to go to where podcasts are offered, uh, and uh, specifically Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating. It's what we deserve. We take nothing less. And we want you to leave a good review. That way we have some things to read sometimes on the show. Uh, Make sure you're sharing this show with uh, other folks. Let's grow the audience that's out there. And uh, thank you for being a part of everything we're doing. Go to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. Tomorrow night, I will be doing a campaign event in Amarillo, Texas. I hope you'll come out there. You can get the uh, information at prather2022.com on our events page. And while you're there, you know what? Donate 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 1,000 bucks. I don't care. Just donate. I need the donations, folks. Uh, And uh, we're running, and we're uh, in it to win it. So make sure that you're supporting. We'll see you tomorrow night. Take care of yourselves. Thanks to Lila. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. Bye.